0: The Great One, in his infinite wisdom, has made it known that she who hid behind the title Supreme Mother, she who abandoned her child, the child of Zoot, shall now be known by her true title, Imposter! The Divine Child, through her, is our future assured. Your own children will live in her care. Zoot decrees that henceforth... All babies will now live under the guardianship of the chosen.
1: Welcome to Series 3, Episode 18 of Conversations on Eagle Mountain, a podcast about the tribe. I'm your host Lance, and joining the podcast panel today is Liz. Hello. Sabine. Hi. And Colin. What up? We have episode notes done by Matt and myself. So Series 3, Episode 18, the screenplay was done by Joe Boyle. It was directed by Janet Stubbins, and the episode synopsis were read out by Liz.
2: The Guardian searches for a sign to explain Trudy's escape, while May searches for a missing Brady. KC tries to make use of his position as Zoot's Oracle, and Pride runs into trouble. Because gingers have no souls.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. In this case, sure. In this episode, sure. That even includes Alice. (laughs) <laughs>
1: you just have no soul, oh my god. I need to find that, that Catherine take clip and show it to you.
0: <sighs> I need that, I mean, I have a ginger husband and child. So. <laughs> Send your best orators out into the city. Blacken the name of Trudy the Impostor. See to it that her memory is spat upon.
2: Forgive me, Guardian, but she's still the mother of the Divine Child. Your point? Well, it could look as though the child had been born of bad blood.
1: So yeah, let's focus on that opening scene panel. Um, what did you make of the Guardian's attempts to spin the situation and backen Trudy's
2: name? As to be expected. So desperate. So <laughs> desperate.
0: I mean, he can't just go for the, oh yeah, I wanted to kill her but because I didn't feel that she was worthy and I didn't like her attitude. So he can't just say that. That someone helps her escape because that makes him look bad. So yes, he was unworthy and she's evil and an imposter.
2: Yeah, that seems perfectly logical coming from Jaffa. He has a lot of bitter ex energy. You know, he sounds like somebody who is stalking his crush on Insta and you know, has to like justify why he keeps seeing his crush in pictures with another person and has to talk trash about that other person. Like he's not living in reality. Zoot wanted Trudy you know like that's what he sounds like Mm -hmm. just a bitter they didn't choose me you know and um (laughs) it's it's really sad actually it's so sad he started off so strong as a character and this is what he's relegated to
0: oh no you're making me think
2: Jaffa going oh suit I would have had your babies if I could (sighs) Like there's a there's a whining to it, like, but why? Like I was doing this for him, and she got away, and like, you know what? She like she was even worthy of it anyway. Okay, like I would have totally died for Zoo, You know, he's it, just so whiny and just fourteen year old girl. It's sad. It's so sad. It, no,
1: you're right. It really is because uh, obviously I understand they wanted to take this route, but why did they take this route? Because I think it it. It's, yeah, for me, it's disappointing because he was a
0: so strong character. Such so a strong start. Yeah, and to... you know this. Yeah, oh. discrediting her, you know, for towards the public, that kind of makes sense because he doesn't want to give the city hope that these rebels can do anything about their situation. He doesn't want them to have help, and he doesn't want to make the rebels seem good by, you know, saving Trudy. So yeah,
2: his it's in his best interest to make her look bad
1: yeah that, mm. of
2: course yeah that's not the problem it's the way he does it the way he's whining the yeah. characterization yeah. of it yeah like it makes sense for Jaffa to downplay mm. Trudy's importance to discredit her name to say she's not worthy all of that but to be doing it like a whiny <sighs> child really just takes away from yeah. Him, yeah. him as a character yeah, it it does. It, you know?
1: they make him do it like that you <laughs> know what I mean
2: like, he literally should be just drinking a thing of wine, watching Bridget Jones's diary, listening to Celine Dion all by myself. That mm-hmm. is his energy. And Luke is just, you know, the sassy gay best friend who's like, girl, you know, like, that's the energy <laughs> in the scene. And it's like, come on, Jaffa deserves better than this. Like, I don't like it. <laughs> uh, and the way he went off it, Luke just pointed out, with it, but if you say that about the muttered and how does
0: that make the divine child look? Come on. <laughs> He's like, you can't do that because, you know, and Java's just, nope, nope. How dare you say that? That's not what I said. He's just evil. He makes up for it.
2: The wheels are coming off a Luke. You his face. He's just yeah. like, wow. oh my gosh. I, I'm glad Trudy's not dead, but, you know, I was convincing myself he'd see the error of his ways. and re- But no, listening to him, I realized, like, oh my gosh, like, how long can I convince myself? That he's just mistaken or mis, you know, misjudging things, and you <laughs> just see it on his face. He doesn't, he can't do it today.
0: Looks just saying with it. Yeah, no. Why is the guardian doing this? He's just no.
1: <laughs> I mean, we won't get into it today, but yeah, we're gonna have to have a conversation about obviously the, why they made the guardian go crazy <sighs> over just having him be this strong-willed. You know I mean? Um, individual.
0: Yeah, he was it been and
1: about his religion. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But yeah, we'll, we'll come to that in another day. I, I,
0: <laughs> I, I think they had no choice in that. Because I mean, if he had remained the powerful, stubborn leader he was, there was no way these mall rats, with the way they're acting, would have ever managed to overthrow him. <laughs> <laughs> they needed to dumb him down. But, uh,
1: yes, but, but in doing so, they dumbed down the whole... Mm-hmm. Chosen mm-hmm. of us, and you know what I mean? It's like,
2: well, isn't that the way they always yeah, deal with the bad they guys? They dumb <laughs> them down so that our heroes can uh. come out on top. Like, that's the only way they ever win is that the heroes go completely off their rocker, and mm. yeah, that just seems to be the only way they can handle the conflict. So sad. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that's not true. Top Hat was at top of his game.
1: Top Hat, but I mean, he was so brief. Like, Quite even yeah,
2: yeah, he's a one he was episode in and out. character He's not their main character <laughs> He a chance and to
1: dumb him down like He was in and out, he was perfect
2: Nope, they just gave him a virus I mean, in season one they handled it a little better Obviously by showing that what Helps the ball rats in their situation Is that the virus makes a resurgence mm-hmm. You know, I like that You know, an evolution of their world And that's how they're able to get a leg up um, But every, after that Every season they will set up this massive threat and then our characters end up in the thralls of the threat and the only way our heroes get out of it is because the bad guy gets really dumb really really dumb you know and um, you know it starts here with the chosen the chosen are brought in as so formidable so impressive mm-hmm. the work that was put into setting them up and then it's like they just get lazy they dumb the chosen down to the point where you're like i don't know why our heroes can't beat them And then the Chosen just dissolve themselves, which can be interesting to explore, but it's been done Mm -hmm. better with Ebony, you know. And then the same thing happens with the Technos. The Technos come in as this formidable force with, you know, advanced weaponry and this control and experience of having done this before. And our heroes still win. Why? Because the leaders just are dumbed down you know and lose sight of whatever it was they were trying to do in the first place and it's like our heroes don't really win they Mm -hmm. win by default yeah it it
0: could have gone so much better if they actually showed us the power struggle or something between luke and jaffa you know even even with jaffa going crazier than he already was it's we could have seen luke taking them down from the inside you know more people seeing the light uh, maybe what they're doing wasn't what they plan on doing.
1: It's never plan. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's why I wanted. I wanted the two sides between Jaffa and obviously the people who supported the Supreme Mother. I mean, that's what I wanted. Yeah. That would have been yeah. amazing. But
2: I would have loved that.
1: Instead, we get. <sighs>
2: The really great, like, power dynamics in the show get dumbed down. Like, you think about how Amber and Ebony started, what the dynamic was between those girls. Uh, Even Danny and uh, Ebony, same thing. And how each one got dumbed down to, it just became about which Mm -hmm. one of them gets Bray. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. It stopped being about we believe in very different things and different Uh, ways of running the world and having control or power over people that was their conflict and then it's just you forget that there was ever ebony Mm -hmm. and amber's conflict it's just bray they are defined their conflict is defined by his existence you know even after he's gone (laughs) they just brought in another guy to be the (laughs) crux of their conflict you know and so it's just like almost every conflict that starts off very strong between either two people or two opposing factions gets dumbed down on the show
1: yeah no, no arguments here
0: <laughs> should have invoked strict non-dating policy wouldn't have more think of how useful they could have been
1: oh lex would have been crippled
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah fair enough
1: <laughs> he would have been useless without his fix <laughs> what
0: have we done now That's so what we want to know Ever since you got hauled off to Goldilocks' place, we've been waiting for his heavies to come and drag us away. They haven't. What gives, Casey?
1: You really want to know? Yeah. Nah. Like you told me, some things are best kept private. You what? Uh, yeah, panel, obviously we were mentioning this pre-recorded. Like, what do you think about Alice here?
2: Oh my gosh. Mm. Okay, Casey's <laughs> fine. Casey has every yeah. right to gloat and be like, I'm not telling you anything. And Alice, get off your high horse. Like, I can't believe it was Ellie who had to be the only one who showed concern for what could have happened yeah. to Casey. You know, um, once again, these guys just don't give a crap about each other whatsoever. And I can't where is the ounce of gratitude that Casey won got you out of this and didn't mm-hmm. sell you out? That you're fine because of him. There's not even a moment of humility to like, wow, maybe we can trust you. Like yeah. That Alice, you don't have a single moment to realize that maybe you were wrong about him. I, I, say, I this is so uncalled uh, for and uh, stupid. Instant response
0: is similar to her response back when you know she kind of knew Casey was responsible for blowing up Tysan, and she responds similarly in this moment. But at least then it made more sense.
2: Stupid scene in my opinion um i don't I don't like it. It pisses me off that he's still not getting the respect he deserves. nobody even says thanks k c you could you know even if you saw it that he would turn you in, there's not even a sense of like well yeah. thanks for not turning us in yeah. you know yeah, thank um, you <laughs> thank you for it's... you handled that well, kid or whatever i i liked k c in this though
0: oh you guys don't tell me anything so i didn't have to tell...
2: <laughs> yeah k c was fine, but the rest of him was. I mean, I hate everything about this scene. Why is Tyson presenting slaves oh, stop, lemonade yeah. on a tray? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't. What is it? I saw that. I was like, what? <laughs> what is this scene? Like the staging in this is gotten so bad. No thought is Absolutely. put behind it like, whatsoever. Why is she serving about this? It's like the slaves. <laughs>
3: slaves. Yeah, this is pretty bad. Watching all this made me realize that this storyline has gone on for far too long. Okay. <laughs> and they need to move on from the Chosen.
2: He's giving them lemonade. Yeah, even okay. more.
1: Lemonade. Lemonade.
2: <laughs> lemonade. Oh my god. Wouldn't it have been great if that was like cloudy, dirty water, you know? Yeah. And it's like all, this is all I could get You know and they drink it and it's like Because like Ellie takes a sip and puts it down Like <laughs> oh thank you I'm not I'm not that harsh you know And it, This staging is awful It is it's so bad
1: worse worse, <laughs> the, the
2: tray, tray. <laughs> It was the tray for me Like mm-hmm. mm,
3: I want some lemonade <laughs> I,
2: I it's just It's just there's there is no thought Into visually telling the story yeah. About their enslavement that has gone out the window and it's like this doesn't take no. much work to stage this scene to tell the story to say the things that you're not having the character say you know but in, it's so lazy it's so shoddy it's an afterthought every time and it sickens me oh my gosh.
3: Weird just just weird.
2: This episode I just I'm out of F's to give like it's even hard to have a strong emotional response to it it's I'm starting to reach the point where it's just as dumb. It's dumb. It's really dumb down. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I did thought it was interesting how she was choking him with that mop <laughs> <Yeah>. thing.
2: <laughs> what? So
0: see she managed to do that to KC, but not to all the useless guards around her?
3: Yeah. It's very aggressive, especially towards <laughs> I guess a minor. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Somebody who literally just saved yeah. your life, yeah. Clearly, she still has her strength. I wonder we've had a, a collective denial over Alice's character. We all are still mm-hmm. living in season two mm-hmm. of Alice, and then then we skip straight to Ned, and he's what ruined her. Because this stuff is so painful to watch Alice do. That it's just like, this, this didn't this didn't happen. It didn't happen. That's okay. not Alice. I don't know what you're talking about. If
3: any character <laughs> stay on the show long enough, they'll they'll be destroyed <laughs> by the writers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can't imagine what that must have been like for Vanessa. Oh. Like, if you read for mm. Alice, the original Alice, and been like, "Oh my gosh, I love this role. I can't wait to play this role." And then mm-hmm. this is what they've done with you. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah. Oh, you know, I, I took care of my contract, and I'm yeah. out. I'm staying gone. And um, I mean, there's character assassination, and then there is what they as, did to Alice. Yeah. Wow, what they did to Alice, like. That would break mm-hmm. my heart if I was that performer,
1: you know? Well, I, I'm all for, like, natural progression and changing a character naturally, but this isn't, this is just complete. No.
0: <laughs>
2: this is like they forgot who Alice was. Completely. <laughs> there's
1: nothing. Yeah, yet. there's no evolution
2: just, of her. She's yeah, just a different, different person. It. Completely different. I mean, Yeah. I mean, as much
0: awful things we can say about Celine at least her descent and yeah. to yeah be the way she is Made some form of sense.
2: It's always yeah. in pocket yeah. for Celine. Yeah.
0: This is just no no I'll you know once we're a bit further in the season I'll just forget this part
2: happened. <laughs> right? Yeah, I I'm Casey is full of wind here. I he's yeah, he's fine. You know, I he's just the others are stuck in a scene where they're written terribly and the staging is terrible and it's just a bad scene all the way around, really. I mean, there's a couple of points in their conversation that are fine. You know, their concern or what, what might be happening to Casey, what he might've said, all that stuff. And otherwise, it's, ugh.
1: I mean, okay, let's, yeah, let's stick, let's stick with <laughs> that. Uh, because, she encourages Ellie once again to try and get to know Luke better. Ellie insists that she doesn't want, doesn't agree with this plan, but Alice does force her and she ends up having an awkward conversation with Luke, which doesn't quite work out how she planned. Yeah, panel, what do you make of Alice forcing Ellie to do this? You guys,
2: we have to quote Josh. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have to quote him. <laughs> If I got him off the floor, you gotta be a whore. I'm sorry. Like that sums up this entire scene. (laughs)
1: Oh my god.
2: (laughs) Nothing else to say. The scene is Alice pimping out her sister, which we've already covered is not in character for her. And Ellie, afraid to be pin slapped, tries it on and fails. The only thing I do, okay, if I have to find something positive, I will say I do like this slight characterization for Ellie. When Ellie liked Jack, she was very bold in her Mm -hmm. flirting. She was very playful, teasing. It came natural. It was organic because she was actually attracted to him and his big brain energy, okay? And when she doesn't want to flirt, when it feels awkward and unwanted and like sex trafficking, (sighs) you can see that her, it's just not there. The energy isn't there. Is she, her word choice, her dialogue, none of it flows naturally. So I will say that's actually a nice little touch that Jennifer put in there. Because she doesn't want to be flirting with her captive and likely finds his attraction to her creepy, but she's doing this because she loves her sister and is being forced to do this, emotionally manipulated into doing this, she falls on her face. I kind of like that.
0: Yeah, I, I have to agree with that. And just the face Alice pulls in the background, the moment he says that that stupid comment about his hair and his eyes. I wonder how many times they had to retake that scene to stop people from just bursting out with laughter for pure stupidity of it.
2: Cone is so bad. And the fact that Alice doesn't show any sort of reluctance for throwing her sister into this situation... I, I I could even buy it if she convinced herself, look, this is necessary for us. And that's why she was willing to push her sister into this. But not even an ounce of regret in her eyes that she has to do it. Like, even a sense like, of, like, oh, I hate it, that this is happening.
0: It's like the whole you know? sister bond is gone. Had it been Alice encouraging someone like May to do this? Sure. I would have been fine with it. Yeah. But her baby sister that she tried so hard to protect? No. It's just... Ah.
3: Mm, yeah, this is very weird for, for Alice. <clears throat> Maybe there's something go- like in the air. Because every character has kind of been acting very weird and out of place. So, I, I don't know.
2: It's a side effect. <laughs> the whole episode feels very phoned in from everybody from the top down. Because there's just not a lot of energy or creativity put into this episode. The direction, the staging, the camera work... It's just a, it's, it's, it's necessary. It has to happen. Um, but yeah, there's no creative verve behind it. Nobody loved this. Nobody was invested in this.
3: Yeah. It's uh, (laughs) so, I was going to say it, it almost feels like a reshoot day where the production's like, all right, we have extra days. Why not just reshoot this since the day went horrible and it seems like they just brought everyone back. No one wants to be there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's fair. <there. Just>,
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> just yeah. No energy whatsoever. Um, yeah, I'm ready for the chosen to be done.
2: <laughs> Camera's like, you got one take. <laughs> that's it.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, with the time pressures they're the probably. I mean, that's probably not far wrong. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. How much pain does Trudy need to
0: inflict before you realize that she's poison, man? Everything she touches withers. So you keep saying, Lex. Most people are out there for themselves, Bray. Maybe
1: you'll realize that when Pride forgets about us and decides to stay on with Amber.
0: That won't happen. Is that so? You know, you're boring, me, Max Hey, Pride had Amber all to himself before you came along. And you're
2: expecting him back? Don't hold your breath. Hey, can, can someone ex- explain this to me? <laughs> I just want to know why one single person especially let's say ebony hasn't pointed out lex you have been sneaking into the mall several times a week please play tell it explain to us why you haven't brought your wife back you're really upset we didn't rescue her but you're seeing her on the reg why haven't you brought her back what's going on there why are you getting mad at us yeah we know why he can't get her out because tyson's not willing to leave but the fact that nobody's asked him this when he's like getting yeah. in their face and saying, you know, like, we could have saved them, blah, 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 why'd we save Trudy? And it's just like, uh, you have access to your wife, how come you haven't brought her home? Like, yeah. what are you at us
0: for? At, at least Ebony whining about saving Trudy is one. It, it doesn't annoy me as much as Lex whining about it. But we all know why Ebony's whining. Because Bray's paying attention to a woman that's not her. She can't have that.
2: (laughs) It's that bad that Lex and Ebony are complaining because that's what Mm -hmm. they do. They never take, you know, ownership of their part in anything, blah, blah, blah. If someone hurts them, they never think, well, they were just getting payback because something I did to them. No, they're always the victim in their world. Fine, fine. But your setup doesn't make, it doesn't work with your setup. When you have Lex going into that mall constantly and being with his wife and then getting pissed off at other people for not rescuing her. You know, it always comes down to, you could have saved her on the mm-hmm. beach, Lex. Why are you pissed off at everybody else for not saving your wife? And nope. nobody says this to him. It's just, it's nonsensical that this conversation yeah. hasn't happened, you know? I've saved <laughs>
1: her so many times. Like it's just, it's just a ridiculous conversation every time he tries to <laughs> have a go at anyone else about it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly. It's so dumb. How complaining, complaint been?
0: Why didn't you save Alice? But, you know, sure. But, they said, and ah, uh,
2: Like, I just need to complain about something. And it's like, you guys just sound like whiny brats who need to complain about something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how I feel about Ebony, <laughs> like, comforting Bray. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what Ebony wants in you, life anymore. I haven't for a long Ebony time. Ebony wants Bray's approval. And, uh, no matter if... For her as a person or today she wants his approval until tomorrow she decides to do something horrific to him <laughs> that he would mm-hmm. not approve of and not she'll true. do it not true. without care. So to so today she wants it. I'm just like, okay, that's how I am with Ebony right now. This is what Ebony wants today. Fine. Like that is where I am with her characterization at this point. I there's nothing deeper for it, as far as I'm concerned. It's just what the writers have her doing today and i'm just like okay fine today she's like i'm on your side i'm not mad at you i'm into pride <laughs> blah 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 i can't eat, i can i can't read into it as meaning anything else because pretty you know eventually she'll prove that she doesn't care about mm-hmm. his approval or his feelings or being with him you know what i mean like i'm just like okay today you're being cool to him awesome i'm happy for bray i guess uh, but that that comment. We, yeah,
0: me and imp- Bray, we haven't been properly introduced. Seriously, Ebony? That was... That's what you're calling it now?
2: <laughs> I think this could have actually been a really great moment for Ebony and Bray if they had actually done more with what happened on Eagle Mountain and what she did to him. But because they were really just playing it for the drama and not actual character development, and there isn't any real revelations for Ebony. You know um we can't trust that she actually regrets what she did you know because her characterization has been so inconsistent this season this doesn't matter to me it doesn't feel like oh wow like they've been building to this and there's nice this no understanding they haven't built to it um and so i just it could have been great i think them having this moment where they find they're making peace after everything she put him through but because of the mess they've done with her character since season three started and just the way it was over dramatized what happened, but there was no real delving into the consequences of what happened. I don't care. And it's a shame because I like these characters, but I just don't care. I'm glad she's not giving him grief. That's literally all I care. I'm like, whatever. And that's a shame.
3: Um, To be honest, I will never complain when there is a, ebony embracing so i accept everything that they want to share i don't care if it's useless i don't care if the drama doesn't make any sense if there is no drama i accept it all fair enough they're in love
2: i do like that bray is having to deal with the fact that he you know i again i wish they did more with this that his lack of trust in amber has left him like maybe i made a mistake he knew it when he sent pride with trudy he was nervous then, but he was like, it's the right thing to do. It needs to be done, and I have to put this above what I want. And um, and now he, the reality of that is pride is overdue, and he does not know if that means pride decided to hang out with Amber and try to rekindle what they had. And he's left holding the bag, being the fool. Um, that is perfectly fair for Bray to be feeling, you know, but also trying to keep despair at bay, you know, and... Uh, it's not cool, Lexis shoved that in his face, like, shut up, Lex, okay, <laughs> like seriously, but um, I do like that there is a consequence to him making that choice and um dealing with the reality of that consequence. I wish more came from this, but I do like this moment for Bray because not all good choices come with reward, you know,
0: yeah, it's nice to see though that, you know Bray realizes what he did was the right thing, but. The consequences of doing the right thing might not be pleasant for him. Hmm.
1: Brady's lost. What? How? We gotta find her quick. I'm supposed to take her to the Guardian. What were you doing? I turned my back for a second. Oh, you gotta help me look. If anyone else finds her, I'm Toast Man. May, there's stairs she could fall down. God, don't you think I know that? If she hurts herself, do you know what will happen to me? You? You can look out for yourself. Brady can't. Distressed, more for herself than for Brady, May enlists Patsy to help look for her, but eventually finds Brady calling to a room, which May realizes must have been the one that Chloe found when she was discovered and sent away. Okay, panel, um, what did you make of Brady's disappearance, the discovery of this special room, and May's motives in taking the page?
2: Okay, this might be the only semi-decent scene in the episode. Yeah. My first...
1: Reminds me of a movie. It's
2: got Mm -hmm. problems, but...
3: What? Baby's Day Out.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: God. Uh,
3: this is exactly what yeah. I thought about when I saw it.
0: <laughs> See, my this whole scene for me, one thing I, I really want to say about it is, thank you, Patsy, for telling May exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> it's not about you. It's about that poor baby that might get herself hurt. We're not worried about you, May.
3: That baby's fine.
2: Yeah,
0: but... Re- Remember, Brady's never actually in danger. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, you know...
2: <laughs> Brady's always
0: fine. <laughs> Brady's always fine, yet Patsy's the only one who realized there's stairs she could fall down <laughs> She's a baby!
3: <laughs> She's a divine child. That's like having plot armor in real life.
2: <laughs> I'll say the performances between Sarah and Laura were really great. Mm-hmm. Like, Laura is comedically self-centered, and uh, mm-hmm. it, it works. Like, just the fact she doesn't give a crap about the <laughs> child in her care. She's like, what will I be? Right? That's funny. She plays that really well. Yeah. And then Sarah, you know, was really like, came at her really great. You know? Um, so they played really well. Um, Brady's having the time of her life. And I actually don't mind the logistics of this is how May finds room Because she's not actively trying to find information to bring the mm-hmm. chosen down. You know what I mean? She is with them because they're the winning team and it's her safest bet. And she's trying to find ways to elevate herself through them for the most safety and security. I do like that her finding this room um, and realizing that, Oh my gosh, this is stuff we're not supposed to see. And this is likely what Chloe found before she was taken away. It, it gives her a, uh, well, we know that May takes information so she can find what she can use for leverage for her own best interest. Yeah. And that this room opens an avenue that she thought was closed off to her. Getting away from the Chosen has not been in May's mind. They've been her safest bet. and There's no safe way to get away from him as far as she's concerned. This room opens up a door to a different way she could go. And I, I like that. Um I think that made sense, that she would take information that could be useful to her, bettering her situation. I don't think it's crossed her mind yet that she could spy against them. It's just more like, maybe I can use this for my own benefit.
0: Save it for a rainy day.
2: Right. My only real criticism is that... If this room is so off limits that when Cho- Cho- Chloe was found in it and clearly didn't give a good enough excuse for why she was there, she was shipped off to the mines. How did Brady just I- I crawl into it? On you about mm-hmm. that? Yeah, I was
1: gonna say <laughs> if this room is so important. A it's not even guarded, it's not even locked. And then when they, sh- they are found in it, He's just like eh. <laughs> And leave. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he just shrugs and, his and,
1: shoulders. And, it's like what?
0: <laughs> and the whole you're in a room. <laughs> Where you think Chloe was caught before she was sent away? Yeah. Honestly, are you gonna take your time, sit down with the baby, just relax on a chair, and then go. Oh yeah, I was looking for the divine child. No, you weren't looking. The you were sitting finds last down. finds them in this
1: room that's got plans on the wall and plans on the like. You know what I mean? The screens and stuff. Like, and he just shrugs his shoulders. Like, I know they've and, shown the chosen to be incompetent, and but
0: and Come she's on. just. And she is sitting there. I mean, had she been underground grabbing that child and making her way out, that would have been wanting. But just sitting in a chair.
2: It just makes the idea that Chloe found this room and it was so bad that she got shipped out immediately. And yet, May is able to just be like, I was looking for the baby. What? And walks out. And nobody thinks to do any additional mm-hmm. questioning or suspect her actions or anything. It really diminishes what. Like, or just is inconsistent to Chloe being punished for being in that room in the first place. Like, you're telling me Chloe couldn't have come up with a good reason for why she was there or accidentally stumbled in there? And again, the, Lance said, if it's so important, why is the door unlocked? And there's literally nobody watching this room. A baby got in here, guys. <laughs> a baby. Who can't An open accident. doors yet? <laughs> she just nudged it with her soft spot for crying out loud. This is ridiculous. I mean, th- 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 I, come on. I know you guys are dropping the ball, but this is why are they still prisoners at this point? <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. See, uh, it could have played out similarly. Just have but like, have Bailey calling around and Mae sees this room. And like, Mesa Street, Street she could have unlocked the door herself when she sees, or saw something special. And then like, everything else happens as normal, but I like, just, I don't know. It's just everything about it just annoys me. <laughs>
0: and then the guard, just the chair on top, it's like I, come. I, on I, 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 yeah, I, I, I think the thing I find annoying is just that she takes her sweet time. If you think it's so dangerous,
2: like you have this room that is so important, but it's down a hallway that Brady was able to crawl down unimpeded. That means there wasn't a single mm-hmm. chosen. In that hallway. Now babies can crawl kind of fast. When you don't want them to. But I am finding hard to believe. That she didn't run into a single chosen. On her journey to this room. Who would have seen the divine child. <laughs> and be like oh my gosh. What is she doing here? Where? Like, yeah. There was nobody there. Her entire journey why. to the room.
3: It was because. It was because the area. Was unrestricted right. Even for the chosen. <laughs> right?
0: It was so secret nobody <laughs> knew there was anything. Yeah, exactly.
3: It was, yeah, it was so restricted that even the guards were not allowed to guard it.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> they didn't know. It. Yeah, they, they weren't so informed that it existed. <laughs> That's actually the best way to protect a room like that. By it's not genius. Have anyone, by not have anyone know you're protecting something. I
3: mean, I mean, it's honestly it's genius. <laughs> That's the way you had to go about protecting things. Because besides Patsy, no one else has been in there.
2: I just think it would have worked better if, like, what Lance said, if, let's say, she's trying to find the baby and she finds Brady at the cusp of this corridor. She's never been down and she can see there's a guard at the end of the door. Maybe your guard's going in and out of the room and she catches sight of the room, you know, and it looks like, huh, what is this room? I've never seen it, never heard of it. There's, you know... I've never even seen this hallway, and she's immediately ordered away, like, what are you doing down this area? And she's like, oh, I was just getting the divine child. I could see that Mm peaking May's curiosity. Like, what is that room? What is down this hallway? What are they guarding? That would make more sense, and then she could either try and get in later, just to sate her own Mm -hmm. curiosity. I feel like that is May. But, this ease of just stumbling upon the room by care of baby ex-Machina, I... (laughs) I just like, wait a second, come on. Because it makes the guard catching her seem even dumber. Because it's like, why wasn't this room guarded in the first place? It was left unlocked, you know, and you're surprised that you found somebody in here? The door being unlocked really gets me. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, somebody was sent to the mines for being here. A novice, in fact, Mm -hmm. you know, who could have any excuse for being in this area. I was lost, blah, blah, blah. And she was immediately shipped to the mines, They immediately decided she was spying on them just because she was in there, you know, and the door is left unlocked and nobody's there guarding it and they just let May walk out with the baby. Like I was just following the baby and chilling Mm -hmm. in a chair. (laughs) Nothing suspicious about this, Been better if he caught her. Like, if they had caught her leaving the room, mm-hmm. you know, but the fact that he finds her just hanging out in the room, mm-hmm. that should be suspicious if you've already set up that someone was sent to the mines just for being there. I mean, unless they caught Chloe making photocopies of information <laughs> in that room, I don't understand why she got shipped to the mines and Mae was able to just walk out with no further questioning mm-hmm. whatsoever, I <laughs> Or it being reported that she had been there. Anything—it's—it's it's well, silly. Uh, but it may—they do know me.
3: Like she does have—I would assume yeah, a little bit of a, like a higher clearance, even though it's still nurse, a strict area.
0: Yeah, she is the caretaker of Nah. I'm, they, it's been deemed an important
2: position, I, but still, you know it's a, a position yeah. given to a novice. <laughs> a novice. <laughs> has been given the care of the divine child. Someone who was not even committed to the chosen has been put in charge of their most <laughs> precious possession. I, I mean,
0: honestly, I remember May telling Luke Ooh, Patsy sees the child herself. Yeah, Patsy would have done a hell of a lot of a better job
2: at looking after Brady. A chosen structure just no longer makes an ounce of sense to me. Enough. I get it. If they, so, just somewhere we got some dialogue. They, they ran out of robes. Just anything. But mm. this is so dumb that the novices have as much freedom as they do. And that a novice is... It's novices taking care of the divine child. Not any devoted chosen. It's so ridiculous, this whole setup. And then all you can ask yourself is why are the maulrats still trapped here? Yeah. Oh my gosh! And that's the best scene in the episode. <laughs> that's how bad this episode is. Uh,
1: I mean, just to finish it off, did anyone think what Maeve had found was something really exciting and special?
2: Hmm? No, I didn't. I didn't. I'm sorry. No, I didn't. Um, I, I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh this, this is the room where their secrets are. It's, <laughs> it's lame. It, it's, it's lame. Nope, agreed <laughs> Like I honestly don't feel like there's anything in that room That people couldn't have found out Another way I was
1: thinking it was going to be something I don't know it's, yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't what I was expecting yeah, <laughs> Finding the secret room of chosen secrets
0: Yeah, of chosen secrets That were, you know, later named Logical things that Ebony Should have known anyway
1: Oh yeah, we'll <sighs> get to that Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I mean imagine if what the, she ended up finding was like Joffa's diary where he admits <laughs> that he's a total fraud. You know what I mean just that would be whoa. Oh my gosh, imagine if the chosen the rest of the chosen saw this. This whole thing would come crumbling down. But the crap she finds is just it's a little useful for the rebels, but it's not like top security. Someone needs to be sent to the mines for finding it. It's it's disappointing like oh, it's just <laughs> where they keep their resources. Ooh. <laughs> you could follow them and exactly. find out where their resources are. <laughs> find out information that Jaffa's is planning a mass unaliving. That would be, mm. oh my yeah. gosh, if the people find out that, that would you know what I mean just this is nothing. Yeah. This is small potatoes of information. She found the filing cabinet of a dentist's office.
0: And what would be your
2: interpretation of this article? How do you mean? The Guardian is asking what you understand from what Zoot said.
1: Well, he likes kids. Um, he wants them to be happy?
2: No. I
0: have it. Gather everyone up. I will deliver the meaning of Zoot's message to all. And you will be by my side when I speak.
1: So yeah, what did you make of Casey's scheming as the (laughs) Oracle? Um, And the end result?
0: Care. No, I I, I do care. I I <laughs> like Casey doing this. It's very Casey, you know, and it's very Casey. It's very Casey. What annoyed me is that they had the two kids that or the kids that were that he was trying to get food from. They're wearing novice robes, so technically they're part of the chosen and above him. Yet they're made to serve him food. Why are the novices serving the slaves?
2: It's I, I don't care. Because the yeah. staging sucks <laughs> Full stop Nobody thought this through <laughs> At all I do think there's something charming And says so much about KC And who actually is at his heart That when it comes to his advantageous position The only mm. thing he's trying to do Is get extra yes. food <laughs> like that is that's kind of cute like of course that's all casey doesn't want world domination he doesn't plan on leaving his friends behind he's not even trying to elevate himself above his friends he's hungry <laughs> 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 and, food.
0: and he goes for all children yeah.
2: yeah and i even like it's so innocent what he says you know what i mean like he's being very careful with what he says to the guardian and it's it's not his fault the Guardian interpreted it in the most wildest way you possibly could. But, um, you know, Casey's trying to make sure that whatever he says is this guy won't cause anyone yeah. any harm. So, oh, I think he wants to have a party because Brady's cool. She's safe, you know, that you you guys, she didn't get away with the interloper, you know. And, um, like, that's a really safe prediction as an oracle to give. I do like that such an innocent Vision is taken to the extreme By Jaffa but you know Casey can't mm-hmm. be Blamed for that but but otherwise but it, I don't it, I don't really care It is,
0: it is kind of cute that he instantly goes with yeah. Celebration uh, on the day It happened with gifts For all the children her age <laughs> Yeah <laughs> It's like not even for him That's But for all the like children cute. his age It's cute <laughs> It's sweet
2: Because all he wanted mm-hmm. was some extra yeah. food for himself And he got it so he's just like uh, Yeah Give the kids some presents. Give give the kids some food or presents or whatever. That's what he wanted, you know. I love it because it's like really <laughs> like, would say that. That's adorable, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's not a bad way to get us to the next, you know, plot point of you know what happens next with Celine and Ryan and all that, um, and. It is in line with how cult leaders think and how you have to be so careful what you say to them. But otherwise, I just... I don't care. And I feel bad that I don't care, but I just don't. I'm like, I didn't even feel anything in my stomach. Even the first time I saw it, when Jaffa interpreted it the way he did, I was not... I didn't care what this meant. I was like, um... Selene's already with them, so...
0: To me... It's-
2: I don't know how. to it sounds bad, but to me, it
0: kind of made sense that the guardian in- interpreted it that way. You know, from his point of view, yeah, okay, he wants children, so he wants all the really? children to come to Zoot. Sure, he,
2: let's let's claim them but all. But it did feel like he plucked that out yeah. of the sky, though, because he's he's not yeah. invested in it mm. at all. It's like he, you know what I mean. If he was invested, then I could see Mm. him interpreting this because it's something he wants to do. Like, that would be different if Jaffa's like, ooh, this gives me more control, more power, you know, more influence. And it helps tear apart more and more families who may be straddling the fence between joining us and not joining us. If that was his motivation for interpreting it this way, I would think I think that would be really cool and sinister. But because he literally does he has no investment in this going forth, it's like, where did you pluck that from, Jaffa? You just took on a responsibility that you don't actually want. And so for me it actually doesn't make sense that he came up with this because he doesn't care about these pregnant mothers or the chosen taking care of them at all and isn't planning on using it to his benefit.
0: I, I don't mean the taking care of them part. It's more the okay, we're going to claim these children so we can raise them with
2: the way we're thinking. But he doesn't care about that, that either. That's what I'm saying. Like he is not invested in what this means for their their brand, their group and how it can be utilized. He's not really? interested. So it's like why did you I think don't of know. This?
0: it's it's when I think about this I always think about the two children who were standing next to him and Trudy when he wanted Trudy to burn they alive at the stake.
2: And yeah, I get that. But they don't ever, the writers, never have Jaffa express that that's what he's going for. Ever. I mean, it's just the same reason. Why do you have the mall rats at the mall Jaffa when you have zero interest in converting them? Mm. You don't want to torture them, you don't want to use your power over them, you don't want to torment them, and you don't care if they join you. Why are they still there, Jaffa? And this feels the same. Why would you use this interpretation when you are going to prove going forth you have zero interest in molding the young minds of these babies to be with the chosen and to believe in Yeah,
1: self. no, I I agree with that. If if they showed him more heavily on the indoctrination then it well, this would make sense, it would be natural, but it just it does feel out of place and out of out of nowhere. Like, okay, do you want to mould the next generation in this religion but you've not shown any kind of push towards it? it's just, it's just random for me. Yeah, I don't I don't like it.
3: I don't like it either. He's crazy.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. He's crazy, but it's just that's not new yeah it just it doesn't fit yeah for me
2: it starts to feel okay maybe it's just me but you guys have you've watched tv shows where a plot line will be introduced one season and you can tell that the writers were very invested in that plot line right and then the next season starts and it feels almost as if whatever writer had been interested in that left And the rest of the writers are like well we don't Really care about that plot line that was Set up and so they don't explore it anymore This is what it feels like to me Season 2 there was a Lot of investment in exploring the Chosen the way they think the way cults Think and season 3 feels Like whatever interest there was In that has fallen by the Wayside you know it's like Season Two, they were clearly all in when it came to setting th- setting up the chosen and in season three, all we've seen is one episode to the next a lack of interest in this storyline
3: yeah, I completely agree, which is why this this chosen saga needs to be over with by now
2: <laughs> yeah, by now the chosen have to be done and it's a, it's a shame because they were some of the best set up uh antagonists are heroes of ever like a threat there's just the way they were set up the the energy the looming threat of them coming jaffa was genuinely terrifying you know and the first three episodes of season three i think they still nailed it what it would feel like being imprisoned by these people the the loss of hope being ripped away from your loved ones the danger you were in and then it's just like whoever came up with this idea they just the interest left the writing room and they were like, oh, well, we're stuck with this chosen thing uh, and we really don't know what to do with it because every good idea that they could have done that we have spitballed episode after episode, they were just like, yeah, that would be interesting, but that might take effort and we don't care. And you're like then why did you set up this chosen line? It it makes so much sense why people, when they talk about what's their favorite storyline, they always say the beginning of the chosen, like the end of season two, beginning of season three, you know?
0: (laughs) see, I, I always had to cut off point at the chosen, while Trudy was still Supreme mother, but, and I always thought that was because I was that bothered by, you know, who takes over after her, but it isn't. It's just, how much worse they have become, and with the you know, the scariness of the Guardian versus Trudy with the way he responds to her being gone, it's just yeah, mm. just doesn't make any sense anymore.
2: Storylines aren't bad, like, if you yeah. were just to look at the plot points of each of these episodes on paper, you'd be like, Oh, that's interesting, but it feels like they have literally gone out of their way to do it in the least interesting and laziest way possible.
3: I think a lot of that has to do with like where it's film, you know, like it's such a, like they're, they're on such a budget.
2: <laughs> no, 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 I don't buy that. Good storytelling does not require a good budget. Yeah, well. Some of the best storytelling comes from limitations of budget.
0: Yeah. And we've seen them do that.
3: I mean, yeah, right? They're,
2: they're lazy.
0: But it's either that or they were just severely restricted in what they were allowed to do at that point in time
2: and it's it's weird it's it's very odd because again a lot of improvements would not have taken very much even just staging <laughs> staging yeah. alone could have made such an improvement you, you don't have to like worry about screwing pissing off the censors with staging you know like that is the simplest thing Let's say you don't have a great budget and you're trying to tiptoe around censors. You're like, oh, we don't want this. We don't want this. Staging right there, you know, and they don't even bother with that. They don't care that this world in the mall doesn't make any sense. They're not even trying. I will not give them a pass. <laughs> and I usually do because I have a lot of sympathy for writers and what they have to put up with. Mm-hmm. I can't give them a pass on this. I, I feel disinterest and laziness across the board in telling the story. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's because there was a head honcho who didn't care, and it, tri- it you know trickled down. I I don't know what happened, but <laughs> nobody's getting a pass.
3: <laughs> Maybe this is one of those episodes that were like written right on the spot, because <clears throat> I've I've heard that happen on the show.
2: It would make sense. This is what happens
0: when you send the supreme mother into the woods.
3: Yeah, I agree. They need Trudy.
2: See, even Trudy being sent away could have worked if there had been investment in the storylines that were underneath that one so that when Trudy had to leave, those storylines could still mm-hmm. carry the plot. But they didn't really put a strong amount of investment in those storylines. And so Trudy's, which was the strongest one, with it gone, there's really nothing propping up this chosen storyline that much, you know? And, um mm. Like, there could have been, this all could have been really good, but uh, I just, I don't really feel an interest in it, in telling the story anymore.
0: I wonder if, if at, you know, at the time when they were thinking out this part of the season, if they knew that Antonio would be gone for a bit.
2: Well, see, that's why I make that joke about why the Resistance doesn't get anything done, is because they're mm-hmm. waiting for Amber to come back. <laughs> because it really does feel like They don't want to continue the story until Amber and Trudy are back. And it started with Amber going away. Now, I'm not blaming Amber for this. It's not her fault. But I feel like it's the writers who, for whatever reason, couldn't continue the story without them. Don't know why, though. And so this drags and drags and drags. And it doesn't need to. This chosen storyline should not have dragged like this if you weren't willing to really invest in it. And do something with these plot lines happening at the mall. They're just busy work. It's just boring, busy work. And I don't care. I know I do not care about the Marat survival. Because they shouldn't be here. They could have snuck out ages ago. Um, <coughs> and nothing gets done until Amber comes back. Until Trudy and Amber come back. And then suddenly the Chosen are defeated. And it's like, you could have done that at any time, it feels like. You know? Like, I, I don't know why it was contingent on actors being there when they weren't necessary no offense to amber but she wasn't necessary for the chosen downfall you know and again i'm not slamming amber i'm talking about the writers or the creator (laughs) they clearly wanted her there but she wasn't necessary to bringing the chosen down and so it's like, why did you just drag this out for no purpose?
0: <laughs> they they dragged it and they changed it so that the only person who could be the chosen was Amber because we can't do anything without Amber.
2: And I, I that's why I joke about that because I, I agree. I think it might have something to do with they really wanted certain actors to be there, but those actors had to leave. And I think it's cool that they accommodated those actors so they could. But then it was like they didn't know what to do with the storyline while they were waiting. And that's what it feels like we're doing. We're just waiting Mm -hmm. for stuff to happen. And it didn't have to be bad while we were waiting. It really didn't.
0: Oh, I keep having an Ellie quote stuck in my head. Why are we waiting?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, season two, I missed it so much. I don't
1: even know why they had to stretch the chosen over to two seasons anyway. It it was too much for me. Yeah, Yeah. It
0: could have worked.
1: Yeah, it's two seasons is too much for any show. <laughs> it, 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 it's too much. It's too long. I don't know why they did that, and then they stuck to it. But the tech two seasons for a villain is too much. It's way too much, and there wasn't enough content, and it's spread thin, and we're seeing the massive gaps here. <laughs> we can give it all that, Sell Us, the parents, like it should be under normal circumstances. Yeah, under any circumstances, Sal. That's the way it's always been, mom, dad, kids, we cope! Listen, Ryan, Zoot seems to have children on his high priority at the moment. Zoot! Selene, Zoot's dead! Whatever! This is a really dangerous world! You tell me where else I'm supposed to find a safe, stable environment for my baby!
0: Uh, yep, I don't go. Ryan, why are you such an idiot? Such a good scene! Yeah, but he- What's the staging of the scene?! <laughs> He doesn't want his wife to give up the fact that she's pregnant, even though they already know.
2: Um, <laughs> even he's always <laughs> shouting it at the top of his lungs. Yeah, you
0: go so. shouted, Ryan. Are you fucking naff? Freaking It's
1: once again staging. Yep. It's, who put good
0: feet together?
1: Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, let's talk about Ryan shouting at the top of his lungs. Don't do it, Celine! No! Don't do it, Celine! Don't tell them you're pregnant! Don't tell them, Celine! Okay, yeah. And it's like they just asked which women are which child, and he says, Celine, don't tell them you are! <laughs> Seriously, I mean, I know they tried to make Ryan look stupid and fast, but in this scene, they manage. Let's really shout and fight about this where anyone can hear us. <laughs> keep it secret. Keep Work it is happening. You? Keep it secret. You've already told all of them because, you know, that's why you got extra food. But <laughs> keep it secret, honey. I,
2: yeah. I mean, I. I again, th- I guess this is why I thought nobody <laughs> knew that she was pregnant. <laughs> because this is painted as such a big deal that she's about to raise her hand and present herself as an expectant yeah. mother. And it's like. They already know. Maybe the Guardian doesn't personally know, but he'll prove he doesn't care either way. Like, Luke knows. The chosen need to know knows, so that's that's why she's able to get extra food whenever she wants to. Is why she's given the privileges she's given. Less work. And less work. You know what I mean? Like, come on. It's not that big of a deal that she's presenting herself to Jaffa. Like, it doesn't matter that she's doing this, but they're trying to paint it like it's a big (laughs) deal. And that's why I forgot that they yes. knew she was pregnant. I was like, "Oh, nobody knows," but no, nah, everybody knows. Like, yeah,
0: it's I can't even blame, and I want to because it's Celine.
2: But I don't blame her either. Like, it, what's it, the difference? Everybody already knows I'm pregnant. What
0: was he gonna do? Pretend he's not, and then deal with the fact that she just publicly lied about being pregnant. So either they will continue thinking she isn't pregnant and put her back on work duty, and make her life her pregnant life harder or she has to admit that she didn't confess she's pregnant when the guardian asked it of her.
2: Yeah, I agree. I I will agree with you there because it's like, what was Celine actually supposed to do? She's already told Luke she's pregnant and use that as an excuse. You know, her reasons for the things she's doing and he has already granted her favors for it. Trudy already knew Trudy had to inform some people she was pregnant. So they would understand why Celine has been taken off certain work duties. So, like, she can't back out of that now without risking herself getting into massive trouble. Like, she, you lied to us about being with child to get off easy. You know what I mean? Like, she can't not present herself as pregnant without some massive consequence coming her way. So, yeah, like, I don't really blame her for saying, yeah, sure, I've already told you guys I'm pregnant. You know, <laughs> especially if you think it'll get your child the care the child needs. And and the apocalypse prenatal care is, you know, a priority. So (laughs) this could have been a great scene. This really could have, you know, Brian's despair, his sense that this is it. Like he's lost her, you know, it could have been great. But him screaming at the top of his lungs, something that he doesn't want people to know, doesn't help. I don't even know why the people who were there are there. Um, If slaves are supposed to be seeing this. Why are the mall rats the only slaves, pre- you know? Present. Uh, mm-hmm. Why are the slaves there in the first place? He's not offering this to the slaves. <laughs> so, I don't. I don't get the scene. I don't get anything about it. <laughs> I
0: don't. Because all we see are other novices.
2: Hey, the mall rats who just we happen to live here, and, and you guys and, are using our and, living room for and, your and your meetings. A of, yeah, but
0: there's a, there's a couple of other novices in this scene like you see another highly pregnant chick i thought all the chosen um members would the chosen
1: children would be members of the chosen anyway like, i mean it doesn't make even make sense oh, you
2: see what i mean <laughs> and if you if you're gonna have slaves here why are the bob rats the only slaves we see <laughs> like i don't know why they're even at the meeting because
0: it looks like everyone else are novices
2: which i 'm cool with novices being there i 'm saying like if you 're going to say that the Marats are there, then you 're saying that they wanted slaves to also hear this announcement, so why aren 't there other slaves yeah. in been brought in to hear this announcement, and it 's just like they shouldn 't yeah. even be there. They should have found out after mm-hmm. the fact. I think that would have been more effective if Ryan found out after the fact that Celine presented herself as pregnant to the guardian. And hadn't been there and hadn't been able to see and hadn't been able to sh- basically shout the <laughs> secrets <laughs> to everyone. I even though they weren't secrets. Oh my secrets gosh. Like I they weren't secrets, Ryan. Um yeah, I I hate the staging in this so much. Dumb. Dumb. <laughs> and it could have been good. It could have been really powerful. But I do I okay. I'll let me find something positive to say. I actually do like some of the conversation that Ryan and Celine are having. Which I think if there had been a little bit more focus on this as their Mm -hmm. conflict with The Chosen, it would have been far more intriguing and heart-wrenching. Because Celine has a great reason for joining The Chosen. I have never blamed her for joining them. And Ryan has a good reason for not wanting her to. Okay. And his fear all of the all of the things they're feeling are completely valid if you ignore the fact that their relationship was already up in smoke before any of this started you know and uh so when you know Celine is saying dude this guarantees our child is going to get the best care and that matters to me and i I hate to break your heart but it's the only thing that matters to me buddy you know i'm the one carrying this life and for ryan to be focused on no It should be us, the parents. We're the ones who are supposed to present this child with a safe life. We're the ones who are supposed to take care of this baby. That's a good argument. I wish more of their conflict had been about that, you know, and uh, instead of the fact that, you know, Celine broke Ryan's trust a long time ago and she doesn't even love him. You know what I mean? Like, I I just think that could have been really solid. But uh, this isn't the place for them to have the conversation, even though it's not a bad one. You know, it could have been a much more gray area because the narrative basically just sets it up as Celine is wrong to be doing this, even though it's the one time Celine isn't wrong, in my opinion. And it actually make it brings into question some of Ryan's motivations. But again, you have their past, so we already have deemed Celine as the bad guy in this marriage mm-hmm. fairly. But this is one of those moments where they could have added some nuance to the situation where Ryan is basically willing to sacrifice his family for his principles. Like at the end of the day, that is what Ryan has decided. My principles are more important than my wife and child. When he could have easily just put on that novice robe and played along to keep them safe. And he is choosing to make it difficult for her because his principles. That is a question. That is something that is a flaw in Ryan's character, but they didn't want to do that. And so it's like this could have been some strong stuff, but uh nope. Scene just ends up being kind of silly.
3: Yeah, I completely agree.
2: It makes me agree with Celine once. <laughs> I don't think the writers <laughs> wanted it either. That's why they don't explore it. <laughs> I that I personally feel like I'm just
1: bored of this whole Ryan Celine <laughs> situation. <laughs>
2: I was like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah at the other day it's just like who cares? It
1: been going on for too long now. To Agree. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> this isn't really a revelation, <laughs> you know. What I mean?
1: no.
0: <laughs> Celine didn't really have any choices left but to
2: cooperate. Yeah, it's like the only one of the Chosen who didn't know Celine was pregnant <laughs> was Jaffa. And mm-hmm. he cares the least about it. So this isn't that big of a deal. <laughs> it really isn't. But you know what also just kind of annoys me about this part of the Chosen uh, storyline? And, and maybe it's petty. And it may not even be fair. But it annoys me <laughs> so much that all this emphasis... Is put on whether Celine is going to join them to protect her baby and Ryan being like, no, don't do that. Our principles are more important and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, the Chosen are defeated even before Celine would have started showing. You know, if you guys had just waited three months, this whole thing would have blown over. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that really just detracts from it all. (laughs) Because it's made to be such a big deal. That Celine is dedicating their child to the Chosen. It's like, dude, the Chosen don't even make it. (laughs) Like, like if she she hadn't, you know, unfortunately lost the baby, she still wouldn't have even been showing when they fell apart. This could have been a blip on she and Ryan's relationship. There are worse things that she's done in this relationship. (laughs) So some of the drama of, you know, characters of the Chosen just feel like, you guys could have just played along. And had your freedom within, like, a week. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, silly. Uh, seriously, I just think about, like, I don't know what the Mallrats are holding on to. I really don't know what these guys are holding on to that they weren't willing to pretend to go along with this so they can just get out. Like, I don't get why that has never been an option for any of them. I don't understand. And even the ones who are playing along still haven't left. Like, I just...
0: Like, why would Patsy return?
2: Because she loves her friends and she's trying to help them. I'll give Patsy a pass. But her friends could have just... This wouldn't even be an issue if her friends had just decided to play along and then be like, okay, we all have these these novice robes. We can come and go as we please. Because clearly that's what the novices do. Let's just... Walk out. We just leave at any time. Ah, I keep thinking of the stupid sewer entrance. Can you
0: imagine if Alice had become a novice and she would rally the troops from
2: within the novices to get
0: everyone out? Even the
2: non-Malrat ones. It would be different if there was more emphasis on the slaves, our Malrat slaves, on their goal being to defeat the chosen, to take the chosen down. But that's not what they talk about. They talk about wanting their freedom and wanting the Chosen out of their mall and wanting to get away. They never talk about, we need to defeat the Chosen because they're terrible people. We need to take our city back. Then you might be able to maybe understand why they're here dealing with this, but they don't. So it makes no sense that Mm -hmm. they're still here fighting this instead of taking whatever avenue to get some freedom and get away.
0: I actually think the only person that would have cared about, you know, leaving the mall and leaving Brady behind in it would have been Patsy.
2: (laughs) I mean, even when they were making newsletters to try and rally people against the Chosen, we saw how stupid that was set up. They weren't even trying to get in contact with anybody. Like, just get out. Why are you here? What are you actually fighting for? Do you know? Or is this just about being stubborn and digging your heels in and being annoyed that these guys have moved into your mall and are telling you what to do? And if that's the case, you could still get away. I don't. I, I, the people, character motivations are just slim pickings here. They could have put a
0: lot more into finding a way, you know, or into them still staying in that mall. They could have put more more effort in, or at least some motivation as to why they don't just break out. I mean, I can imagine Ellie wanting to know what they did
2: with Jack, where they where they took him in touch, but... Like, if you got out, you could easily just follow Chosen around until you find these frickin' camps! Chosen storyline is officially dead, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, stuff will still happen, but none of it really matters.
3: <laughs> yeah, I second that.
2: <laughs> the conflict the characters are in don't matter, because <laughs> they shouldn't be in them at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ellie doesn't have to seduce Luke to make life easier for them. (laughs) You could just pretend to go along with things or go out your back door that is clearly not guarded, ever. I mean, Alice, I love you. I did love you, but Alice, so far, you've only shown that your concern is getting away from the Chosen, okay? It's not saving everybody else in the mall. It's getting away from the Chosen. Why don't you just take your sister, beat up the guards who might be near the sewer entrance and bail? What's stopping you from ever doing that? I don't get why for Alice, pretending to go along with the Chosen for a few days until they're, they're convinced that you've changed your mind, isn't the easier choice than pimping out your sister to one of them.
1: <sighs>
2: wow. this <laughs> is so stupid. It's all so stupid. <laughs> I just realized I'm sitting there going, wow, every single character their motivations is just so dumb at this point. <laughs> None of their motives hold weight, you know, or hold any water. Like, oh, wow. Except for maybe Tyson. Well, Tyson, even Tyson doesn't hold water. Because when Lex asks her, and when Bray asks her, come with us, let's get out of here. She says, I can't leave the others. Okay, if that's her motivation... It's so easy to just get the others out. Yeah. You know, she at this point, her motivation isn't to save Jaffa, to cure him or any of that. Right now, it's just I, my friends need me for support. That's why I'm staying here. So even that doesn't hold weight because your friends technically shouldn't even still be there. You know, you could have been working with your husband that you're seeing frequently to sneak your friends out. If they're who you're mm-hmm. concerned for, you could have been getting them out this whole time. You know, you guys could just pretend to go along with this if your motivation.
0: (laughs) Can can you imagine if Tyson would have helped get Ellie out? How much more useful they could have made Alice be because there would be no one to threaten her sister.
2: Oh, in the beginning, I understand why they weren't willing to immediately bend to the chosen. I get it. But now it doesn't make any sense. That you aren't willing to just play along to get your freedom to get out
1: <laughs> that brings us to our final thoughts of the episode andy this is telly let me see i can tell you which ones are safe <laughs> good work you two Arrgh! like ned said easy as pie what was it ned said Easy as pie, Ned. Yeah, Pano, what'd you make of the introduction of Ned, Tally, and Andy?
0: <sighs> okay, I'll be fair. Try to be fair. I liked the fact that two little children, and with, you know, with the kind of guy that pride is, he would want to help those children, make sure they don't poison themselves, you know? He has the knowledge, he'd be willing to help them. I get that. These children being evil little monsters, yeah, well... With a sibling like Ned, I get that too. But, ugh, oh, I just... It's too easy. I mean, Fry can hear the... Sm- normally, could hear the smallest twig snap from a mile away, and he could not hear what was coming? How? Yeah,
2: his lack of situational awareness is <laughs> yeah. comical. That's Come weird. on. The way they... S- <laughs> When they set Pride up, none of this actually makes that much sense. Aside from him wanting to help the kids, that's the only mm-hmm. part of this makes sense. Everything else is like, wait a minute. You didn't notice that the children had just wandered off immediately? You didn't, you didn't hear that? You didn't see that? at peripheral vision? Somehow, they went, got their brother, who had to climb the tree behind you with his net. You noticed none of that? Because there'd be no reason for the kids to wander off if Ned was already in the tree with his net. You know, (laughs) if he was already there, just lying in wait, the kids could have just sat there and waited for their brother to drop the net. They literally left because they had to go Mm -hmm. get Ned. You know, none of this. The fact that pride is caught in this way doesn't (laughs) make sense. (laughs) But the first time I saw it, I was willing to give it a little credit because I didn't know Mm -hmm. who Ned was. Who knows? He might be a super capable guy. Who knows? You know, this is what he does. But we get to know Ned, and we know he's not a super capable guy. So the fact that he caught pride is an insult. But mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: I, I did like kind of like the introduction. Just you know, they seem so innocent.
2: I'd say I do love Tally and Andy in, in general. Um, I love the twins, and I love the actors who play them. I like the costuming. Like there's just something very, uh, like I said earlier, like something a little bit Irishy about <laughs> it, and with the whole redhead <laughs> theme going on, it's cute. I like their it costumes. And I
0: can't help it.
2: Yeah, and I, and I do like the setup of an older sibling caring for their very young siblings, and will learn that this is his only way of teaching them how to survive yeah. in this world. Yeah, I do like that, but all I keep thinking is pride. Seriously. After everything we've seen from you, this is how you got caught. I mean, it's nice to know. Like, I do like the insight that, well, meanwhile, Bray's thinking, you know, he's overdue. He's not coming back. He chose to stay with Amber. And I don't know what that means for our relationship. And to see that, no, pride is honorable. He is coming back. He did the right thing.
0: You know, he wants
2: Amber to be happy and has accepted Bray makes her happy. He's coming back to help with this rebellion. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's a nice character beat for him. Um, and he
0: wants to help little children. Which, you
2: know, he's a yeah, good guy. Yeah, it's cute. And he's a good guy. And now he's a stupid guy.
0: Like, <laughs> he's a caught guy.
2: If Ned was proven to be more capable, then the scene would be stronger. But because of what we know comes after, it, yeah. it, it makes it weak yeah. in retrospect.
0: Because I, I really... This scene really had me wondering, okay, oh wait, okay, that guy, so he managed to carve pride. It makes you wonder how, what a great slave catcher Ned has to be in order to trap pride out of everyone.
2: And it's been a while since we've dealt with anybody on the outside who, this is what mm-hmm. they practice. This is how they get by. And I, I do like the the nod to like forest bandits you know, and being in your carriage and being held up, you know, on the road. It's just not safe to travel the roads because there's always people out there tricking you so they can rob you, stuff like that. I, I like that. Um it's just a shame because we know what Ned will be. <laughs> but but if we don't So it's not like, ooh, a new character. It's like, oh no, a oh, new It's Ned <laughs> <Isn't that? laughs> Which is such a shame because I do like this actor. I mean, I do.
0: <laughs> at first it was like, ooh, more redheads. You know, it was, that was my first instinctive re- reaction to this. Ooh, more redheads.
2: Oh, they man. instantly
0: make them evil. They just had to.
2: And it's the one interesting camera shot we get in the whole episode. <laughs> that shot of Ned jumping out of the tree mm-hmm. is pretty cool. I like that.
1: <laughs> what does Ned say? Easiest path.
2: Try it. to <laughs>
0: <Easy as laughs> use that
1: now? <laughs> I, I, mean, I'm not gonna lie. I, assume, I, I assume, I'm gonna be fair. I'm gonna try and be fair, but in the future. But I, I, I kind of knew from the start what was gonna with these characters, and I, I didn't like it. <laughs> I just, yeah. like, we, we didn't need this right now.
2: <laughs> I mean, such a nice injection of fresh blood. And added more to the lore of people being still enslaved by the Chosen. But like everything else, it's done in the lazy way. And Mm -hmm. doesn't actually matter. And doesn't actually make any sense at the end of the day. I also wonder why they picked such an older actor to play Ned. Like, I understand why they picked an older actor to play Jaffa. Mm -hmm. Why did they pick a, a character... This old to play Ned. Again I don't have anything against this actor. But he doesn't look like a teenager. He doesn't look like he's been a teenager. For a very long time. Um, uh, Yeah. He looks like he's past his 10 year high school reunion. You know what I mean. And there's no purpose. To Ned looking that much older. Than everybody else. Where Jaffa I understand. Why they wanted him to look so much older. I don't get why they would do it with Ned. Yeah, so weird choice. Hmm. Um, hmm. <laughs> like, it serves no real purpose for him to look that much older than everybody. You know, Um, like, why? The guy looks like he's in his 30s. No, I'm not saying he was. I'm just <laughs> saying comparatively, since this is a show that features actual teenage actors, the fact that he looks that much older stands out. This isn't a regular TV show where they do cast older actors to play mm. teenagers. They Mm -hmm. actually cast teenagers and children to play these roles. So casting someone who is many, many years past voting and drinking (laughs) and renting cars (laughs) is obvious and it serves no purpose. Ned didn't have to look this old. So why? Like even if they wanted, you know, like if if let's say Vanessa Stacy is over eighteen and they want her to have a romance, so they need to have another over eighteen actor to play her with her, fine why pick one who literally looks 20 years older? So, I don't get it. I don't understand why they went this direction. And again, no hate towards the actor. I love you. I think you're great. Don't understand how you got this role at your age.
0: Yeah, because he's like, in you know, real if he's 10 years older than 9 or 10 years older than, say, Lex.
1: Yeah, no, I, I don't know why. Um...
2: Lots of actors play young people because they can carry it off, but he can't. So why? <laughs> I like a family of gingers, though. That's kind of mm-hmm. cute.
3: I love Tally and Andy. Yeah,
2: I think they're adorable. Mm-hmm. I can't tell. I can't decide which one's my favorite, Tally, Tally or Andy. It's definitely Maybe Tally. Andy. I don't know. They're they're both so adorable. I love them both. <laughs> <They're> so cute. <laughs> and resourceful.
1: Yes, they are. Did they? Do you think they all needed to be related? Those three, yes.
2: Really? I actually, didn't mind that they I were. Think, did they really I, need to be? I thought it was actually kind of nice. I'm not saying they needed to be. I'm saying I, I, I never minded that they were.
0: For this point in time, I really like the fact that they are because it makes sense with the older brother, you know, um, showing his siblings how to get on in this world and at the same time using those same little siblings to get what he wants. It's not like
1: they haven't grown up in this world. like <laughs> I mean, yeah, you
0: Yeah, know, at least we see some sort of family sticking together. It's, it gives a different dynamic than... When this would have been, say, the combination of uh, Lex and KC out on the road.
2: Mm-hmm. I have to agree with that. I'm um, Like, okay, if they hadn't been related, that's fine. That could have still worked. It would have added a soft spot to Ned mm-hmm. that this guy who comes across as super selfish and doesn't care yeah. about anybody or who he has to burn actually came upon two children and it had it in him to take care of them. That could have worked too. But I I also like the idea that even before the virus, it was his job to take care of his siblings. As he says, his parents just were not there physically Mm -hmm. or emotionally. And it was on him as a kid to take care of his siblings. And that just continued. So it works either way for me. I also do like seeing this dynamic of a family that has managed to stay together this whole time. The age gap between them. And the, the fact that Ned still acts like a toxic older brother, even though he loves them and is keeping them safe, he's still an mm-hmm. annoying older brother, you know. Um, and that that interesting balance of how families can be loving, but also a little bit toxic <laughs> and stuff.
0: And I think that was one of the points that Ned needed in order for, you know, things between him and Alice. Because with the exception of these three, Alice and Ellie are... All we have right now, sibling-wise. So yeah, it's, it's something I can understand that Alice would like in a guy, you know. He managed, He still takes care of his way younger siblings. He could have left him behind, but he didn't.
2: I do like that. This is the first sibling group that we've gotten where there's actually a significant yeah. age difference. Like, all the siblings we meet are probably a year or two apart. and um, So they're almost like companions, friends, and they've stuck together. This is the first time we've seen what would have happened to families where the siblings were further apart and you would have been found yourself being, uh, what is that word, parentified yeah. for your, your sibling because they were so yeah, much younger. They weren't your Ellie companions, though. they were literally yeah. your, your charge. No, there's, they're too close in age for me.
1: You know, Ellie. I, I get that parental vibe from Alice over Ellie. It like, yeah,
2: but, but it's, yes, it's but I'm different. just saying that Ellie would have still been fine without Alice. Ellie would have survived even if her sister hadn't been there, you know, um, and and Martin would have been fine. He was fine without Bray. I mean, he was doing his thing. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they're so close in age. They don't really need. Yeah, and Paul and Patsy were similar. Yeah, you know, um, I just think it's neat to see that Tally and Andy may not have been okay if Ned hadn't been there to take care of them, you know. Um, and he stuck around to do that when, as you said, given his personality, he could have easily just been like, I'm out. this is too much i'm gonna sell you to another tribe and they can take care of you and i can make you know a buck from it because i don't want to do it and they really are the only sibling group that we get with that because every other sibling group they're pretty or just you know three years apart maybe but this many years apart at the most yeah this is a big gap he was probably like eight or nine by the time those twins came along well, I mean, the actor is definitely way older than that, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> There's a big gap between them, and we've never seen any sibling car- you know, <laughs> well, cases like this. You
0: know, the, the only sibling case like that that seemed to have that big a gap didn't have a big gap in the end. But that's just the error of Season 5, Slate Omega.
1: I'm just trying to think of what that that, that sibling connection actually brings to the character.
2: They had to give yeah. him one nice point so that Alice could be justified in finding but, uh, him attractive. He could have had
1: that point. I mean, that point would have been even better because if they wasn't connected, if he did it, if he wasn't related to the two, yeah,
2: but it that would have would been have even probably...
0: better.
1: We would have been it, more endeared
0: it, to him it, even more. It, it, <laughs> you know it I mean? would have made him. It would have made him seem nicer. On the other yeah, hand, absolutely. Um, on the other hand, it explains why these twins stuck by him, and. But you could still have had uh,
1: him looking, the older person looking after the younger... You know what I mean? They didn't yeah, need to be... They didn't need to be
2: siblings. No, but... They didn't have to be siblings. That's why I said it works if they weren't. I don't mind yeah, that they are. It's nice that they are. Like, it doesn't bother me. It's like, okay, that's cool that they're siblings. But I don't think it's, it's necessary.
0: Attitude-wise, behavior-wise, I wouldn't have bought it if... Would Wally later see a Ned? I wouldn't have bought it if they weren't his siblings. It would have been less believable. With the way Ned acts mm,
2: I disagree <laughs> I, I think in some ways their being siblings does add to the strange dynamic they all have because it tells me that this dynamic was formed long before the virus
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh like it's not just Ned the twins learned their behavior from it was from their parents, you know, they all you know suffered from well, there's nobody else looking out for us, you know, and uh the twins are I just I don't know i I'm just saying they didn't need to be siblings, but I personally mm-hmm. think it works and I don't mind that they're siblings. And I do think there's some interesting things going on with it's. It, it's like telling a story of the life these kids had before everything Ugh. went to crap. And Ned, Ned, this, Ned didn't have to become their parent because of the virus. He was their parent mm-hmm. long before that. And I do think that shows. And he had to become a parent at a very young age and it shows. I'm not sure I agree with that, but... (laughs) Nothing is a good parent, just that he became one at a very young age.
1: Uh,
3: I agree with that. It it definitely felt like he was a parent, but just a bad one.
2: I kind of wonder if it was because they were all redheads. (laughs) I don't know. Somebody got that in their head and said, yep, this is what we're doing. Um, We have to make the redheads join together.
0: That's why he got matched with Alice.
2: Yeah. But you know what, Lance? I'm actually going to agree with you. Even though I don't mind them being siblings, and I do think they do some interesting things with that, I think it would have made Ned's character maybe even more interesting. Because I'm pretty sympathetic to Ned, <laughs> even though I hate him. Uh, I, I do, I do it's straight up. But I think it would have been even more interesting to learn that they weren't his siblings. Oh, yeah, they. he tells people they're his little brother and sister as a form of mm. emotional manipulation. Mm-hmm. But to find out that they weren't, he took them in. I think that actually would have probably brought him more points and said so much more about him as a person. Uh, As selfish as he is, he found these two kids and decided to take care of them, uh, even though he has literally no obligation to do so. Would have maybe been a stronger character beat for Ned um, than what we get. But again, nothing is done with effort. So (laughs) why would we give that so much thought? They all have red hair. They're related. They're (laughs) (laughs) Weasleys. That's it.
1: <laughs> I maybe mean, maybe this rewatch will change my mind on the sibling situation, but yeah. Just the immediate memories was like, oh.
2: It could have been really cool because we do get a lot of siblings, so it'd been neat if they were just together out of like, well, I had one good <laughs> bone in my body and I decided to yeah. use it, you know. I'm hoping
1: that the next episodes will change my mind. Yeah, because it's been, I haven't watched the rest, the end of season three in... <laughs>
2: oh, oh don't get your hopes up i i may be empathetic <laughs> to him but i can't there's not that much i can do lance <laughs> don't put that kind of pressure on me oh god am i going
0: to have to defend
2: Ned from? <laughs> not on your own i'll be there but just just i'm saying this he doesn't give me
0: a ton to work with just the hair color <laughs> but yeah at the end of this episode i was still hopeful he would be good
2: what a bad introduction it's just a shame it immediately goes downhill. <laughs> But
0: This introduction would, could have been great if we hadn't known how stupid pride must have been to get caught this way.
2: A little bit more work in his capture would have done wonders.
0: I say he was still too distracted about he- by having seen Amber. Must have been it.
2: <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he was just in his head, you know. I can't believe I'm going back. Amber asked me to do this. Man, if I didn't love that girl. Oh, children and berries. <laughs> imagine what the trip for, for him when he was bringing Trudy up there must have been like. <laughs> Poor Trudy. Not in her right mind. And he's just like dragging her across the countryside to find Amber. right. <laughs> right. That probably wasn't the best trip, you know. Oh,
1: I can imagine you. How
2: many times... How many times did she be like, change your mind, I need to go back, I need to go back to Brady, and he has to like, can you imagine him tying her up when they her down for the night? He probably didn't sleep, he had to keep his eye on her the entire time.
1: Okay, so that explains why he got caught so easily. He he was exhausted, (laughs) mentally and physically.
2: God, I've had the worst two
1: days of my life. Like, just having him look tired would have explained a lot, but you know
2: what I mean? See, once again, you guys, it comes... It comes down to mm-hmm. staging. Yeah. The staging could have told the story. And then we would have totally bought him being caught yeah. by Ned. Yeah,
1: absolutely. No effort. We would have taken no effort. Just show him, just wiping his eyes. He's tired. As he's walking back. It's a simple thing that would have said so much.
2: <laughs> you know, just change up your performance when you come upon these children. Of course, you're going to help them. But it's just one more thing you have to deal with right now. Mm. And yeah, him being caught would have suddenly made a mm-hmm. ton of sense he was just caught off his game
1: all right that brings series 3 episode 18 to a close thank you very much to the panel and if that take part in the future episode of the podcast please just send us a message on our facebook page on our website or on our instagram the so we'll see you next time for episode 19 until then bye bye easy as pie <laughs>
2: I don't need to say anything to that. That's great. (laughs)